Hello and welcome to the Business of Show Business podcast with me, your host, Jamie Boddy. Unpacking the skills needed for the entertainment and creative industries and celebrating those already in them. We are on episode 7 of season 3 and today it is a solo episode and I will be tackling the question of do you need a website as an actor, singer, dancer or freelancer? This question has been asked quite a lot to me lately as I have run some workshops here in the UK and it comes up a lot. People ask, I'm on this subscription site, I'm on this membership, do I also need a website? And I want to dive into that in this episode. I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, you definitely have to have one or no, don't worry. However, as this episode goes on, you might start thinking or asking yourself questions and think, right, is this the right time in my career? Because at the end of the day, whether you design it yourself or you hire someone, it does take time and money. So big picture, yes, if you are a freelancer, so whether you are a performer, a presenter, graphic designer, director, videographer, whatever it is, if you are building your career, our website is a fantastic one-stop shop for all things you. It is your dream home online, it is your shop front, it is the magazine to your life. However, although there are some fantastic website platforms out there that allow you to navigate them pretty easily yourself, as I said, it does take time and money. So even if you think, I can do this myself, you need to block out that time because it's it's like that analogy of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. By the time they finish painting it, they have to start over again. And it can be like that with a website because you start making changes and tweaks and updates. And then once you've kind of got it to where you want, a couple of weeks later, you're like, oh, I want to make this edit or I need to do that. So whether you choose to do it yourself or hire someone, it is a commitment. For me, the first factor to consider when having a website or deciding if you want to build a website is where are you in your career and trusting the timing of where you are at present. So if you are listening to this and you are currently training at a university or musical theatre college and you are early on in your career and money might be tight because you're studying, you're not able to work, don't panic. The internet isn't going anywhere. And even if now is not the right time, hopefully this episode will help you to think of what do you want on a website when you are at that point. If you are on the other side of the coin and you are quite far along your your career, um, along your performing journey, now might be the perfect time to invest in yourself and actually build a website. And my last point on trusting the timing of your career and also taking stock of your resources, time and money in regards to building a website is, are you currently actively auditioning for work that may take you away from the city in which you live in or take you away from the entertainment hub? So that could be a cruise, a tour, you could be going back to study or if you're transitioning career or taking a step back from performing, a website isn't maybe the best use of your time right now. So I would suggest stick to the platforms you're on. That could be sticking to your social media. If you have profiles on backstage.com, mandy.com, Spotlight, those type of profiles. And it's making sure that you keep those up to date. And obviously, if you have an agent, you will have a page on their website. You could use that as a landing page for now. So just make sure that your agent has the most stuff that's up to date for you. Because if you try and build your website yourself or liaise with a website designer when you're on tour or a cruise ship and you have really rubbish wi-fi in that location you're going to get annoyed with yourself and it's going to cost you more both with your time and your finances now i'm going to set you a little mini task and i have mentioned this in a previous episode in season one when we spoke about your online presence but i think quite often when people think i'll just create a website i'll just whack everything on there but actually before you start building something new Look what is out there online already. So I want you to either pause this podcast episode or do it at the very end, but I want you to open an incognito window on your web browser. 
This is basically a web browser that doesn't store any of your recent search history. So the cookies are gone. It's kind of a more authentic look when you type in your name. So type in your name and see what comes up. What is out there? Are you on any websites that are out of date? Do you have old photos and old showreel that is actually ranking quite high on Google? I would say before trying to build your dream home online or create this amazing website, which is the magazine to your life online, you want to take stock of what is already out there. Is there anything that's damaging your brand? Is there anything that's out of day is there anything that's actually really good and ranking high and you need to think right i need to invest time on that so as i said you might want to pause the episode do that task quickly it's something i still do regularly like maybe once a quarter just to see what is out there so then if you do want to build your dream home you're building it on strong foundations Okay, so we've done that task and you're now at the point maybe in your career that you want to build your website or your financial situation has changed and you've got some money that you want to invest in yourself in a website, where do you begin? As I said, your website is your dream home or the magazine to your life. Your social media is a fantastic resource to use as a creative. Yes, you can showcase your work, you can connect with VIPs and the people you want to work with. However, you do not own it. If the algorithm changes or there's a glitch when you're trying to post or if you get locked out of your account, you have lost all of your hard work. So as long as you keep up with your website payments, that is yours. That is a resource that can stay with you for as long as you want it to and you can send it to potential clients and nothing is going to change that. I want you to think of a website as like your marketing headquarters or it's the publishing house of your magazine or it's the studio in which you run your dance school. It is your headquarters. By having this one central hub, your headquarters, it allows you to showcase all things you in one foul swoop. So you can send a potential client or customer the link to your website, which could have your showreel, your images, testimonials. If you work maybe more in journalism or photography or videography, it can act as your portfolio. You can have it all on the one place. You can have downloadable links, sign up links. It is a fantastic resource to have. Another perk of having your own website is analytics. So this is the data of your website. And I think this is such a useful tool to have. It will show you what website pages are getting the most traffic, what links are getting clicked the most. It will also allow you to look at who is the audience that's looking at your website. What countries are they coming from? How long are they staying on your website? So the data that you gain from your analytics can really help you to make sure that your website is really serving the audience you want it to serve. And my final little bullet point, if you will, on one of the perks of having a website is that it can really help solidify you as an expert in what you do. 2020 and 2021 saw a massive increase on online presence, online shopping, online escapism. People weren't able to go into shops at certain times or they weren't able to go and watch a show online. So by having a strong online presence, you were able to unpack all that you have to offer and still generate an income or build a buzz or grow fans. So that was just a quick little insight into why I think having a website can be such an amazing marketing tool for you as a freelancer and as a creative. But if you do create a website, you want to make sure that it really does showcase who you are. So if you get new headshots, if you get a new showreel, if you get client testimonials, add them on your website. There's no point creating a website and leaving it basically dormant for six months to a year and not keeping it updated because then therefore it's not going to perform as well on a Google search. I'm now going to really quickly touch on what is SEO and SERP. So SERP is a search engine result page and they are the web pages that are served to users when they search for something online. So anyone with the internet would have done this. You've gone on Google, for instance, and you've typed in a specific search term or phrase, also known as keywords, and then the internet serves you the results. So that's a SERP. That's a search engine result page. 
another term that you'll become familiar with when you start looking at building your own website or when you speak to your web designer and you want to make sure that you optimize your website the best that you can is SEO, which means search engine optimization. And it is the process of improving the quality and the quantity of the website traffic that is coming to your website or web page from a search engine. It's what goes on behind the scenes to help your website to rank on Google because 92% of clicks come from the first page of Google. So you want to try and get your product or your services onto that first page of Google. So that might have blown your mind a little bit or you didn't realize that you maybe needed to know that or that that even went into building a website. And depending on if you hire someone to do it or you get a specialist in, you might not need to worry yourself too much about SEO or your search engine results pages because the specialist will do it for you. A lot of the website platforms in which you can build your own websites have a strong SEO and they have guides on how you can help optimize your website. So don't stress out too much. There are a lot of people out there such as myself who can give you kind of a website consultation or website designer can break it down for you so don't be scared even if you build it yourself you can still reach out to someone like myself to kind of get that one-on-one -on -one just to find out a bit more on what you need from your website over time your website's authority will increase and you can help it along the way by making sure that you keep it up to date good clickable links on the website and that you structure your urls correctly there's a lot that goes into seo so as i said you can have a google that and find out more or ask a website specialist when it comes to printing the first issue of your online magazine or building the first part of your dream home, it can seem overwhelming. So maybe start off small, look at what websites you like and what you want from your website. You'll need a solid home page. You'll need a CV or media page and then a contact page. So they are the first three pages I would look at for yourself. So it's kind of your general landing page. What does it look like? What does it show? Does it have your tagline or your brand sentence on it? You're going to want some form of showcase page so that could be news, a portfolio page or a showreel page. And then you need a contact page so someone can click on Find out how they can get in touch with you and how they can book you. As time goes on, you can add more pages to your magazine or build more rooms on your dream house. So hopefully this episode will help you understand what you need to think about when building your own website or getting a website built for you. For me, it's integral when coming to build your website that you know what your personal brand is, you know what you have to offer and you know who you want to offer it to. There's no point trying to build your dream home, but you're building it on secluded land really far away or you're printing the magazine of your life. There's no buyers that want to read your magazine. And it will really help if you can drill down into your brand and your values and what you have to offer before investing the time, money and building a website because you don't want to waste hours or hundreds of pounds trying to get someone to design you a website when you don't really know what you want from it or what you're going to put on it. If you need help drilling down into your personal brand and finding out what your values are and how to get in front of your ideal client, do send me an email at info at jamiebody.com and we can get that consultation booked in. As I said, websites are a great resource, but trust the timing of your life and your career. What are you looking to gain from your career right now? And will having a website help that? And also, what is your financial situation? Do you have the money and resources to invest in building a website right now? I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode and that you found it beneficial. If you have any questions, do reach out to me on social media or chuck me an email at info at jamiebody.com. If you have enjoyed it, please head over to Apple Podcasts or your chosen podcast platform and leave your review. And I'll be back next week with another episode.